Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for Season 9. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. What's up, hot queens? Did you bring the baby gherkins? <laughs> this is when I really felt like maybe we shouldn't do this podcast. Astronomical. I hate to see it. Wasted potential. Are you drunk? <laughs> I am so drunk right now. And uh, I'm just making a quick prediction. You brought enough necklaces to cover my sparkling naked body. Of course. I always bring that. That's what my third bag is for. Uh, And I know for a fact that you brought a shopping cart full of garbage because I saw it right outside of the gas station door. Oh, honey, I don't leave home without it. It is my home. Hi everyone, I'm Ryan. And I'm Clarabelle. And we are two authors delving into the world of celebrity penned fiction. Yay! Oh my god. And just a quick reminder, uh, like and review this podcast. Also tell a friend. We want to reach as many people as possible. We got a bunch of new listeners from last week's uh, a recap episode. So welcome oh if you're here or if you're still listening to the back catalog. Hello. <laughs> yes, please. Thank you for being here, especially after that recap. We're sorry about whatever like ambulance ride you had to go on after <laughs> listening to all of that at once. But we are so glad that you are still here in the mortal realm, ready for more Model Land. Yes. Uh, we have a few updates for you guys, though. Um, so things are a little bit different right now. Um, we're not in our usual spot. We are in a... I forgot to check the name on the door, but we're in a, a gas station bathroom yeah does that sound right to yeah you? that's where we are yeah. we covered the floor with coats that we have been <laughs> taking every week from Eunice's closet so it's it's pretty comfy in here actually it's not that different it's just the lighting is a little bit brighter in here than I'm used to so I'm like squinting and it's flickering a little bit but that's fine so okay so a, a few quick updates for the celebrity book club club hot queens um we're being framed we're being framed for something that we definitely didn't yeah. do um Eunice is being like a total b-word um, and by what I mean, bobbles, boutiques, and <laughs> butts, butt bombs. Um, and she's being a triple B. Um, and uh, she said that we were caught outside her house lugging uh, a dead body out of the door, which is false, really ridiculous false. because, yeah, it's like, it's so false. And I don't know why the police are chasing us. Like, we have an airtight alibi, which we gave them. Which is we were helping our friend Dorothy. She was taking a out nap out of the house because she was really tired yeah. after the summary episode. Like we could ask her if she would wake up. Yeah, she just wouldn't wake up. She was being a stubborn b word. <laughs> uh, but it's no matter. We left her in the woods. I'm sure when she gets up, she's definitely going to clear our names. But uh, but the result, just so we can put, you know, a point on the story, is we were not able to to read a chapter of modeling right. for this week's episode. Right. We've been really busy. Like, we took the police to where we left her in the woods, and then we just ran. Yeah. And the first place we found right. was this gas station. So here we are. And I didn't bring a book. I like, like, I left my book in the closet. Like, 
You did as well. Yeah, we both left our books. They were really heavy, and we each have, like, seven bags. Yeah, and we also, like, if you're going to run away from a coat closet, you're going to bring the coats with you, not the books. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I stand by that decision. Also, we're both in really high heels, so, like, books, Power. high heels, <laughs> like, you got to choose. Like, you can't have both sometimes, you know? But we're able to record this episode because we're like we're scrappy gals, right? Like when when we cameoed in the Day of Discovery, running around in our little like garbage carts, like that's us to a T. Like we always come prepared to put on a show. So we've got a really fun episode where we're not going to cover a chapter of Model Land. Instead, we're going to cover our best guesses and your best guesses as to what happens to Tookie De La Creme after she ends up at model land which is where we're at in the, the, the book right right now. and what's what's sort of been foreshadowed uh since the yeah. very beginning we got a bunch of emails and voice messages yes. from you all and we're really excited we're going to play them during this episode so if you sent us anything be on the lookout because you might hear your voice cringe yes. <laughs> Ooh. yeah we're like a radio show now we're we're live we're, we're celebrity book club has gone mobile <laughs> Thank God for this Taco Bell Wi-Fi. Yeah, the Taco Bell Wi-Fi is very, very strong. Strong. The password is Chalupa123 if anybody's near us. I was about to say that. I was about to make a Chalupa joke. It's not a joke. It's real. I was about to reveal the Chalupa (laughs) facts. The Chalupa facts? Not the Chalupa facts. Oh, man. All right. So, shall we? So to like kick things off, we did a lot of summarizing in our last episode, but I would like to take a moment to just like reflect upon what has happened so far, (laughs) right? Like just like, just, just to absorb it and to like sit with it and discuss like just the major things. Cause I felt like I learned a few things while we were doing the summary that I feel like, like now I feel like are going to come in handy as we make predictions. Like what? Like, okay. So a few things first and foremost the the fact that miracle starts the book singing you're not my dna at tookie who later is confronted with like a paternity test via her toothbrush somehow that feels like like weird tyra banks foreshadowing right like a character sang a song and it became real uh same thing with like the the baroness right the the yanzi scheme <laughs> in which like Someone stole all the money and is escaping. Like, I guess I'm noticing things like this that happen kind of early on that feel really embedded amongst a bunch of other detail and could be totally throwaway things. But for whatever reason, they like they feel a little bit more relevant to me when looking at it all at once because we're sort of reading this over a long period of time. So my mind can't like hold all of the details, so it's holding none of them. But doing that review sort of brought those back to the the surface of my of my brain that was really galaxy brain thinking the song because first of all she says dna wrong so like the thing that stuck in my head was like her saying it wrong not what she was saying because i was so annoyed but um how do you say letter Uh, anyway (laughs) anyway but when you she misspelled the letter n i can't i can't but when you said that, I was like, oh, my gosh, is this really foreshadowing? Like, mm-hmm. like there are rules to foreshadowing, right? Like, when you foresh- – Oh, what are the rules? When you, foresh- <laughs> when you foreshadow something, like, yeah. you should you should foreshadow something big at least, like, three times before it happens in a book, right? And it can be, like, little mm, things. It can be subtle things. But 
that as a foreshadowing is like it's so slight and then we basically find out that there's doubt pretty early on uh <laughs> right about her doubt. well early on is a relative for, term for modeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for modeling. But I feel like the tension's not pulled out. So so mm-hmm. so that could have been like I don't know. I feel like there's just too much going on. There's too many things that would need foreshadowing that could be like a twist and too too many twists early on. And when that happens and you're trying to pack in all of these things, it's really hard to keep stuff straight. And we're being bombarded, like you said, with information so whether or not that was like deliberate foreshadow i don't know but if it was it's clever but that doesn't mean it was done well overall yeah you know you're you're like i'm not i'm not awarding any points now (laughs) i the so the way that i see it is that someone said hey why don't you foreshadow this and she just because it would have been too laborious to like do so with Tookie who's like an inanimate object right like you'd have to give Tookie some agency to like look into this or to like have a single thought in her head right instead what we got was like a prophetic song from her sister sort of like a throwaway moment right right which is like very like fabulous I guess but not not yeah I agree not necessarily an earned or well executed foreshadowed moment which puts doubt in my mind about the Baroness thing as well right and to be fair to Tyra which I'm not ever um (laughs) which is my job I did predict before we found out about the whole toothbrush situation the DNA test that wingtip was actually Tookie's dad and the reason why I, oh, that's right. I believe yeah, that the episode before. Yeah, you did. Mm, I believe that because it felt like it felt like a like you don't a, like a, a, a um, I'm not really from here. Like she doesn't really go here narrative, right? Like sort of like these people are awful and they're my parents, but like I come from like a more special lineage to me, kind of mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. trope. And the <laughs> thing that tipped me off was the eye color. <laughs> Yeah. The, the right. thing that wing tipped me off was the <laughs> eye color. Take it back. Please. I will not. Away. I will not. I um, God they, they, damn it. The eye color. Yeah. yeah. It's a huge, huge emphasis. It's like the one thing that we know about every single character is like their eye color. That was probably the thing that made me immediately suspect something was up because wingtip for all intents and purposes is a side character, right? Like he has two interactions with Tookie, but the fact that he showed up and he has, said he has two? sort of What's meaningful things to her made me feel like he was more important, right? Because he tells her like follow your dreams and his words come back to like encourage her in the moment that she needs them, but they oh, yeah. emphasized uh-huh. his eye color a lot and Tookie's eye color and I I felt like that was on purpose maybe it wasn't but it made me feel like that combined with creamy being like don't talk to him he's bananas felt like a tactic like mm-hmm. for creamy to get took away from him um so she didn't find something out um one thing that i want to definitely talk about yeah i have so i want to when we get to like the prediction side of this episode i definitely want to talk about like the like what 
the reveal will be with Creamy. Because I agree with you that there's something there. Mm-hmm. Right? We can't get away with not addressing some history that happened. But I, I have a few ideas for what it might be. But I'm with you on that. I think that that, to me, felt like the better scenario of foreshadowing. Right? Like, eye color has been mentioned a few times. And so to hear something significant like wingtips eye color in relation to, like, Tookies. And then also, like, CLs, right? Like, suddenly we have some evidence that maybe the the reader could piece together so that when there is a reveal, it's not, like, totally unearned, question mark? Right. And and that was also part of the argument between Creamy and uh, Chris. Chris. Chris Kremper. Chris Kremper. Chris Kremper. Chris uh, when, when Creamy was, like... Um, when Chris was like, her eyes are not even the right color. And Creamy's like, um, you have green eyes, though, Chris. And, like, we both hysterically laughed because she, like, dragged him. But the fact that that... <laughs> she was like, you actually, you do have one green eye, bitch. Right. But the fact that that was mentioned <laughs> yeah, made it feel like, okay, this is part of it somehow. Which is so... Mm-hmm. It's so silly. It's like Maury when they're like, his nose looks nothing like my nose. Look at it. Look at his left ear. His left ear looks mm-hmm. nothing like mine. Like when they're trying to disprove paternity, it just feels yeah. like such a... Like a... Like such a flimsy thing to 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 stake your claim in and to sort of like, this is the hill I'm going to die on. We have different color eyes. It's like, do you know how genetics works? Like that doesn't mean she's not your daughter. <laughs> Yes, I don't. You know, I I would argue, Clarabelle, that they don't know how genetics works. I don't think that the Vitopia STEM education system is going to be too strong. To be fair, I don't know how genetics works either. So let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We did get um, a few people that called in about um, specifically plot. We'll get to the language side of things in a second. But sticking with the the plot side of things, we have a uh, we have a voice message from uh, from Sylvia. Hi, Celebrity Book Club. My name is Sylvia from Akamosadise Nerd. Huge fan of the podcast and so glad other people know Model Land exists. I remember seeing somewhere on the internet someone claiming to have helped that Tyra Banks write the book. It wasn't like a ghostwriter situation and I haven't been able to find it since. I'll try to see if I could get any more evidence of that. But my question is, if you were a seven, what would your ridiculous, over-the-top, world-breaking, powerful, model magic ability be. Thanks. So that was a great, uh, that Mm -hmm. was a great message. Thank you so much, Sylvia. So first of all, we got word directly from people at Tyra's publisher via Twitter that Tyra wrote this book herself. Yeah, like, like, like people watched it happen because she would just show up (laughs) in the office and we don't doubt that and you know with any book writing situation there is some collaboration Mm -hmm. your editor will help you fix things and move things around so it's never like a just you thing granted i'm sure tyra you know she sold this book on proposal and then wrote it after and i i think sometimes people assume when that happens that you're not writing the book yourself but if you read this book, you mm. know that Tyra wrote it. Like, yeah. it's just too all over the place. Like, if an if if a ghostwriter really sunk their teeth into something like this, it would be a little bit more streamlined. I feel, and yeah. the fact that it's so all over the place and so over the top, 
makes me mm-hmm. feel like Tyra wrote this herself for sure. Mm-hmm. And and her publisher and her publisher confirmed. We have confirmation. We have confirmation. I don't think a ghostwriter could have gotten paid for this. I think that like anybody like so if someone approached like Clarabelle or myself, first of all, we'd be saddled with so many NDAs that we would never be able to talk about it. Um but also like to turn something in like this that at a like we're talking plot like something that's like so like dysfunctional at, like a plot level it just doesn't seem like someone with like right. a background in book writing would produce it i feel like i could see tyra like consulting with somebody you know maybe sitting down for the optics like across from market atwood and being like we're the same right tell me how you do what you do right and like, maybe they got her a ghostwriter and she just didn't listen to anything they said <laughs> lock them lock them up or something like that but what you said about the ndas is absolutely true if tyre had a ghostwriter yeah. that person's not talking or they're getting sued so mm-hmm. whoever said that yeah. online i suspect you I suspect. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's it's good that Sylvia can't find them because that person has probably gone into hiding. Yeah, that person <laughs> is with Lizzie somewhere in a treehouse right now. Oh God, Lizzie! <laughs> well, we know where Lizzie is. She's home. So that's exactly where Tyra Banks needs to look for her. Um, um I love this question. Was, uh, yeah, good question. Um, what would your seven ability be? Um, I think. So okay, are we choosing from the ones that they that we know about, or like? I think we can make them. I think your... we can do either. You can pick one of the ones we know about, or make up your own. I feel like there are I no would rules. Want to, I would want to have like um. I would want to have such a bright smile that it literally shoots like lasers, like Cyclops from X Men. <laughs> That's what I want. And then I have to wear like like I have to wear like diamond braces, just like Cyclops has to wear like a ruby visor to like keep all of the energy in my mouth that is the weirdest fucking shit like your brain your mind <laughs> it's a, it's, i want a radiant smile okay fine what do you want um i guess i would pick to have all of the powers if i could i would be a triple oh! seven i mean i want them all i want to sell i want to hello triple. excite to buy buy my books bitch i'd be rich <laughs> as fuck i would be making everybody Look. buy my books buy my friends books <laughs> You would not be able to listen yeah. to Celebrity Book Club without buying my book again. Buying. You'd be going broke <laughs> buying copies of Book Excited to buy, like, but she, she didn't specify when she used it, like, what each person... Everyone wanted to buy something different, so you would just cause people to buy books. No, I'd make them buy Ghost Squad, and then I would <laughs> teleport to their house to make sure that they were doing it. Yes. I would teleport under their house. I would open a huge golden hole in the ground and they would all fall into the golden holes. Golden hole is not a bad thing inherently, but it just sounds really not good. <laughs> the fact that CL was like peace and like fell into a golden hole was so funny to me. I think about that. I have such a mental image of that. Like Me too. I moment. have such a hard time picturing stuff that when I do, it's like something that stays in my brain. And that's one of the things. I just see her like trust falling into a, yeah. a, a hole yeah. of golden light. Literally trustful. I see her hands like mummied over her chest as she like falls back. A mess. And she's wearing like 2000s fashion, like early 2000s fashion in my brain. Like that's just what she, like a mess, you know? Yeah, she's wearing like she's wearing like a vest. <laughs> Definitely a vest. I'm sorry, I'm like cackling right now about this drunk <laughs> The other thing that I can't get out of my mind is 
see how using her like her like tit necklace to like electrocute what the, f- <laughs> the mosaic face. yeah i'm sorry it's not good oh man i am so overcome with emotion right now <laughs> we should keep going all right we have another we have another um plot voice message from from the one and only jess lavaz hi y'all this is jess lavasser um tyra banks defense attorney at the moment um, I was just listening to the episode about chapters nine and 10, where feeling a little mad about the smize, how it's sort of meaningless at this point. But if you look back at the end of chapter three, beginning of chapter four, Tookie was making tea for Creamy. And when she turned the faucet on, the smize actually came out of the faucet into Tookie's hands. So she was initially the one who found it. And then Creamy was like, you're fugly. I'm giving this to your sister. So... In defense of Tyra, that is perhaps why it makes some sense that Tookie was ultimately chosen. Um, you guys are amazing, and I've had a lot of fun listening. Keep up the great work. See ya. Yes. Okay, Miss Jess. Then <laughs> yeah, Jess. Answer, defense attorney. Answer this, Jess. Then why, yeah, Jess. when she gets there, is she a fucking seamstress? <laughs> huh? Huh? Yeah. When you get the smize, you're supposed to get into model land as a Bella, right? That's the no, point. No, wait, hold on, hold on. You're extrapolating, Clarabelle. When you have the smize, it is a ninety percent chance of being chosen, which she was. But right, chosen for what? For being put in a lesbian pouch and carried out carried away. Right. But the idea is that you are chosen to be a Bella, to, yeah. to get into model land, not to be a fucking oh. seamstress, which is just like a worker from for all we know. Mm, okay. I see the smize as it like ups your chance of being noticed, but anything that happens after you're noticed is not the smize. No, 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 no. Fault. The, listen, you're you oh, are God. adding in your own like you're you're just like making shit up at this point because no, it's the day of discovery. It's not the day of discovery and also admittance. No. Oh, my God. How? First of all, no. No. I reject this <laughs> fully because the day of discovery is never mentioned as anything but a ticket to Model Land. It's never mentioned as anything than a good positive thing where you're let into Model Land and your dreams can mm. come true. You can be chosen on the day of okay. discovery. When the girls go on the day to the day of discovery nobody's talking about becoming a seamstress we didn't even know what that was beforehand <laughs> it's true so you can't just all of a sudden be like maybe the getting the smize means you're gonna be a janitor <laughs> i love that i love that like my smize <laughs> made you got me into like i became a like a school nurse and because then why would people be fighting over it right like it doesn't well, make it it makes no sense and part of that is because they didn't tell us that there was a chance of being anything else but a Bella until it actually happened, right? Um, and we don't even know what a seamstress is, but it's clearly something not good because CL, who I still don't know if she's good or bad, was like, no, they're, she's, they're supposed to be Bellas. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, right? Yeah, I think it's like manual labor somehow. But mm-hmm. but I read... You must be this ugly to manual labor. Yeah, but, but either way... It doesn't, like, yeah, sure, like, maybe Tyra was supposed to be chosen from the beginning and she got the smize and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, 
when she got there, had it not been for CL, she wouldn't have been a Bella. She wouldn't have gotten admittance into Model Ant as a student. No. Oh my God. No. No, 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 no. She would have. It was the other girls that weren't on the list. No. Tookie hold on. Was, yes. I no. understand that. But we don't know where Applesauce was taking them. We don't know if he was going to take them through that gate because he was taking I them think, somewhere I else. I agree with you. I think that he was going to take them. I think he saw the other three and was like, come on, like wenches. But I think Tookie, who was on that list, she was on the registrar, right? She, the bursar had her information. Right. Once she, she got in. Once she, she got in. Once, she, once they went through the line. But how do we know they would have gotten through that, went through there had it not been for CL? I think Tookie was meant to go to Model Land. I think that she, I think the smiles well, guaranteed her Well, fucking course she was meant to go to Model Land or we wouldn't have a book. What I'm saying is yeah, none of it no. makes sense. I say no. The Smiles guaranteed Tookie's admittance to Model Land, but the other three, remember like their code names, right? Like the, those like Totally Spies edition. Oh my like, God. From, totally Smiles. Totally <gasps> Smiles. That's what I'm going to call those other girls for now. So totally smiles. Like, they're showing up, not like the right people. They, like, like Senior Applesauces was there for them. I guess so. Not Toki. I guess. I think there's a lot of sort of, like, there's a lot of uh, projection in these things. Because what happened yeah, versus yeah, what, like, we're saying should have happened are two completely different mm-hmm. things. But whatever. Jess, you're still wrong. And you can't do oh. anything because it's my show. But you're a damn good lawyer. <laughs> Case <laughs> closed. <laughs> Case cl- thrown out. Technicality. <laughs> damn it. Also, right, none so... of the just one more point. Okay, none of the right. none of the smize things even added up because remember they said you must be wearing it. Also. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was wearing. <laughs> She wasn't even walking. She wasn't. She was, she was just standing there like a doofus. Standing on a car. Like, um. <laughs> With her googling eyes. She's just googling. <laughs> and, like, we know that, like, if they had said that Tokyo's on the ground, there was a small chance that she could have been walking. Because an author doesn't say every single thing a character's doing. It'd be monotonous. But she was standing on a car. We actually know that she was right, dead, right. dead And still. also, like, this isn't just her walking, like, to the corner store. This is her walking during, like, the most important moment like, of the fucking book. Like a walking competition. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think that, I think that Tookie, my theory, not to jump into the predictions yet, is that, well, I already said this. There's a list. Tookie was on it. The smize was destined for her. It was, like, an invitation directly to her, right? Like, it seems like... She was selected. She mm. was picked for this, mm. specifically. And the smize is, like, the thing that shows us that. But that, but that's lists. also, that also feels weird. Because if she was already pre-selected, why would she need the smize to up her chances? Because it's, like, the invitation. It's, like, here, this is how you'll come, this is how we'll find you. Because you'll be wearing the, this beacon. How else are they supposed to find them? I guess. I don't know. She wasn't wearing it. She wasn't and wearing it. And they still found her. <laughs> she was, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, okay. Let's <laughs> moving let's, on. Can we move on? Do you have any other points that you want to make? <laughs> no, I'm done. <laughs> Are you going to be able to get focused? And another thing. No, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing. 
this, it shouldn't be this confusing. This is like testament to right? you know, at least it's fun. I'm having a great time arguing. Me about too. I mean, I'm not thinking about anything except for Model Land when we do this. So thank you, Tyra. Some more reflections. Uh, I want to talk about like language. We got some some people who gave us some some thoughts about the actual writing in the book, and I I gotta say it started out like. Okay, de- definitely idiosyncratic, like too, too much of what it was. I feel like it's, I feel like it's gotten much worse ever since Tookie got discovered. I feel like the writing itself is just like taken a dive, and and I'm having, I'm having a hard time. I don't even know keeping up, but also like keeping focused as I'm reading, and imagining anything. Yeah, it's really hard right now. It's really, really hard. It's it's hard know, not to yeah. be angry every time I think about the fact that this book hit the list. And it's like <laughs> one of the worst written yeah. things that I've ever laid eyes upon. And I've yeah. laid eyes upon yeah. my own early writing. So <laughs> this is saying a lot. Um, yeah, as someone who just like turned in like a molten hot first draft, like a zero draft. Like I know what mess looks like <laughs> if this is somehow worse. I'm the creator of mess. As as such, <laughs> I know. But I, such. I'm hoping, I'm actually, for the first time in my life, mm. while doing this, hopeful that mm. from now on it's going to get a little bit better only because we're in model and maybe we have some more like plot-related stuff to propel us forward. Because yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, because like now we're there, right? So um, I'm hoping that, that makes a difference because the – like the – the getting there and the explaining of the world building, which was done so poorly, and like the two, um, or th- how many was it? Like three, uh, like the scouting like three of them. chapters that were so super pointless. I think that that really took a lot out of us. Like those chapters were like we that, find yeah, that's what I mean, mm-hmm, where we find like yeah. Dylan and Shiraz and everything like that. It was just very tedious to get through because it was pointless. It, right, and it was fatiguing. Mm-hmm. Like it, there didn't seem to be an end. You have to give your audience, like you can give people like a dense world building and all that stuff. But you have to get there has to be like relief to it. Otherwise, you just like fatigue a reader. There has to be a payoff, right? Like I watch yeah. a lot of K dramas. I'm obsessed with them, and one of the reasons <laughs> yes, why I love K dramas, and I'm trying to learn how to incorporate this more into my writing, is a payoff, right? So one of the things mm-hmm. about watching K dramas or watching like. Uh, latinx uh, novelas is there are amazing super satisfying payoffs where you'll have a character who is basically like cinderella who has nothing and then you get to watch the stepsisters see her succeed and that's such a good feeling right like that moment of like fuck you you know yeah and yeah we i feel like i feel like this book is really a good setup for those kinds of payoffs, but they don't happen. Yeah. Even when Tookie is taken by the scout, it doesn't feel yeah, satisfying. been a great moment. It doesn't feel yeah. satisfying at all because we're first of all we're not in Tookie's head in the way that we should be, and mm-hmm. it's just so chaotic that we're trying to like. We're trying to like just make sense of the writing for for so much of it <laughs> yeah. that that we yeah. can't get to that satisfaction point. We can't get to that point you. where you know the the main character finally gets the thing that gets them away from like their abusive household or their right. or like their or the people who are treating them horribly, you know? 
mm-hmm. love to use mm-hmm. the example of Selena in the dress shop in the in the movie Selena starring Jennifer Lopez, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> which is the best thing that she's ever done and ever will do. And this no hustlers. No, uh, Selena's better. Please, um, so, I mean hustlers was very good, but Selena's iconic. Um, but when she's in the dress shop, she has that pretty woman moment, right? Where she where yes, she's yes. like, I don't want the dress anymore. Like she's asking for the dress, and the woman is like. Oh no, you know, like you can't afford it. And then all these fans like pour into the store, and the woman is like, "Oh, she's famous." And then Selena looks at her and she's like, "I don't need the dress anymore, Miss." Amazing payoff. Amazing Incredible. payoff. Yeah. Feels good. This is what we want to happen with Modeling, and just never happens. <laughs> it is hard to know. So, well, actually, you know what? My next thought is uh, related to something that a listener sent in. So let's listen to Matt's thoughts. What's up, Pod Queens? This is Matt. Uh, I was just calling because your episodes are killing me. They're amazing. Um, I'm obsessed with just the specificity of some of the food that Tyra writes about. Um, Between the quote-unquote locker full of biscuits and sausage gravy, which I just love that she has sausage gravy uh, cooling in a locker, like implying that you'd have to heat it up in the microwave later in the teacher's lounge or something. I don't even know. Um, and then the warm sea bath <laughs> in the, in the dumpster, which I just I can never tell when you guys are joking and or actually telling the truth about the story until you continue talking about it. But also the obsession with um, a grilled cheese and strawberry jam factory and a whipped cream factory. I think they just need to open a restaurant. Uh, but my interesting thing is both chapters have featured people digging through trash. So I'm imagining that's going to play into the future plot. See ya. Oh my god, Matt, I love you. That was so funny. That was great. And we we talk about Tyra being obsessed with food all the time. Like personally, we all talk about it. And she is like she's starting like an ice cream company. Um, yep. And she 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 always posts about like cupcakes and like photo shoots of her with like pastries. And like I'll always send it to Ryan. Like this is Tookie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, the emphasis on food is quite amazing. Um, Same thing. So Matt called and left this right after um, chapter two, I believe, (laughs) which at that point, yeah, every single chapter had involved people digging through trash as like a big plot twist. (laughs) There's there's a really sort of like, I don't know what it is, but there is a fixation on Tyra Banks with just like, like density and um, clutter, right? Like clutter in general is sort of a big thing. And that's, I think it's just indicative of like, the, like Tyra just seems to have a lot going on in her imagination. It's, like all of her thoughts are very cluttered. And as a result, like the writing is very cluttered and the characters are literally rooting through clutter half the time. Like even now in front of Model Land, I don't think we even talked about this, but Model Land is surrounded by literally a garbage dump, like a mm-hmm. wall of <laughs> like musical instruments and food. I forget. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. It was really hard to picture, but like, yeah, it's, it is quite amazing to me that like the writing is such that like the two of us, you and I like talking about this book, um, and like riffing off of it and like discussing our like offshoot ideas is somehow like inseparable from the actual like tone of the book as well, that people can't tell the difference between like what we're making up. And we have to specify that like, that's actually in the book in this other thing that I said that was like supposed to be hyperbolic. Like that's actually not, that's amazing to me that people like can't discern those two. But the thing is that we're usually not making anything up like, like sea bass in a, like that happened. Like the warm (laughs) sea bass happened. Nothing that me and Ryan 
can say will top how over the top this book is. That's the thing. Like if nothing. Anything, that... We're trying to streamline it. Like we're doing a lot of favors and heavy lifting to like get the ideas across that I actually think is it's much harder to parse when you're actually reading it. I really wish that we could like read an entire chapter to you guys. So yeah. In order for you to understand. Yeah. But the best thing that you can do if you really want to know is just go look at the preview. On like Google Books. On or Google whatever Books, it is. yeah. Or check it out from your yeah. local library and read a chapter. If you yeah. read oh a chapter, God, yeah. you will realize that like all we're doing is like condensing it for you as much as possible so the episodes are not like seven hours long. And <laughs> we really just play off of the details that we're already given. We don't have to make up crazy shit because the book itself <laughs> is fucking bananas. Yeah, absolutely. It's also why it's so hard to summarize because it's just like you can't condense that much stuff mm. into like a summary. Mm-hmm. It's just too much stuff to cover and we don't know what's important. It was like you were saying before, like because there's such a density to, to everything, it's really hard to kind of pick and choose what should be relevant, what isn't. Because it's sort of like it's sort of like when someone goes to like highlight like a textbook page, but they highlight the entire thing. It, then it's just everything's highlight and like garishly bright and you can't focus on anything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the frustrating things about about trying to sort of summarize this or convey things or or recording the episodes is that we don't know what's important. We don't want to leave out anything that later on is going to be like, by the way, we forgot to tell you in chapter two that this one rat came out of the sewer and he's the rat (laughs) king. Um, but, But at the same time, it's like so, so, so dense that we get overwhelmed with like the amount of information. So... Right, right. I'm waiting for Abigail to show up. Like, that's why we keep mentioning her, because she keeps getting mentioned, and I'm like, she's she's coming back. And she has. Yeah, she has. And her armpit hair, a queen. And her armpit hair swinging around queen. <laughs> <laughs> so we have another, we have, by Tyra's attorney, Jess Lavaz. I've forgiven her already. For, <laughs> she's automatic icon. Um, So Jess is also my, like, former roommate. She's an absolute doll. But um, she says, I've never had such a hard time making a mental movie in my life. And I literally taught children how to do this for eight years. Mm. Jess is, like, a teacher. (laughs) I'm with you. It is... I live in my head. I imagine everything in, like, very vivid detail when I write. When I write, I'm describing the things that I'm seeing in my head. We're Pisces. Uh, We live in our imagination. Both of us. Yes. full, Full blown. And... The fact that I also, I'm with you, like, I have a hard time sort of just even, like, concocting, like, the basic structure of a scene for this book is, it's throwing me, because it's not something that I'm used to. Yeah, it's really, really hard to picture. I'm there with you. I love that the subject line of this voice message was just, like, question marks and exclamation points just over and over again. Yeah, like, 25 Because that's how we feel, literally, every time we read. And it's so true. Like, if you go back and listen to some of the episodes, like, when the Intoxabellas are revealed, um, or when the I, the magic eye bra boob thing happens, the, like, <laughs> uh, I have Sauron, we both are so lost. We're like, where are we? What does it look like around us? Like, and, like, the only thing we come up with is we're in some sort of plaza, right? Like, we're in some sort of plaza. <laughs> yeah, we kind of keep coming back, like, we're in a plaza, right? Every single scene, like... The day of discovery, we're in a plaza. Um, the mall. Everything is a plaza because we can't picture anything but that because it's just a big open right. space with TVs around and there's an obelisk and also you can see a mountain. We <laughs> have no idea. window washing. We wanted to draw what we pictured for Instagram, <laughs> oh, but yeah. I don't even know where I would start, to be honest with you. It would be. Maybe I can make it in The Sims. <laughs> oh, that is a great idea. Why are you not acting out Model Land in the Sims? 
it would be a disaster. Oh my god, can you please have a day of discovery sometime on your stream channel? I would love to watch. Like, all right, go. I, just, I can't. All right, so sh- let's get into the predictions portion of our of our episode. I can't wait. I cannot wait for this. I can't. I can't wait to see if we're right. I know we're going to be wrong. Yeah, we're going to be wrong a lot, but it doesn't really mad- matter at all. No, not at all. Let's start with, so I want to go through some things that people have sent in, and then we're going to wrap up, like, I, you're going to go, and then I'm going to go about, like, our things, so we can get, like, our predictions on paper, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but to begin with, just a few a few uh, bits and bobs and butt bombs from the internet. Um, from Twitter, Ryan, at Drowned World, says, uh, <laughs> this isn't even a prediction, but I thought it was funny, I read it the day it was released, being Model Land, and I still couldn't say what comes next, <laughs> but what arrived. So that bodes well for us. Someone who's actually read it Same. Uh, has no idea what happens <laughs> in the actual book, which feels great. I can't wait. Oh, man. We have another one from Twitter, which I just saw. So Presley uh, replied and said, uh, I'm predicting a Matrix-style baby orchard where models are grown and picked by machines with impeccable manicures. <laughs> Yeah, I, f- I, I agree with that one. I really feel yeah, like that one might gr- be a thing. That could definitely be a thing. I could definitely see, and specifically the giant manicured hands. Mm-hmm. That feels right to me. Yeah, because then Tookie could be like, but I have baby fingers. <laughs> yeah, like I would never pick a model from an orchard. <laughs> not even the rain. E.E. coming somewhere out there for that like poem. Not even the rain has such small hands. He never met Tookie De La Crow. <laughs> Take a C.E.E. Cummings. <laughs> E.E. De La Creme. Please. Oh. All right. Let's go to it. Let's go to a voice message. Let's listen to what um, our good friend Claudio has to say. Hello there. So my prediction for this book is that in Model Land, um, Ty- um, Tyra's main character is going to face off um, what's basically a carbon copy of Naomi Campbell. And with my basic fashion knowledge i know that they have beef over something i don't really know what but i just know that i don't know um i just know that like tyra is gonna find some way shape or form to play god in this book and basically destroy the naomi campbell character to pieces by the way that's my prediction I guess, uh, by the way, I'm currently in the middle of um, Ghost Squad. I'm loving it. And Ryan um, Bedazzled is technically, weirdly, my favorite book, even if it's not out yet, because I read it as an ear. Bye. Oh, Claudio was so sultry nice. voice message. <laughs> <laughs> Claudio, in my head, because Claudio was like, I'm reading Ghost Squad. I, I see them like under a blanket with a flashlight. <laughs> and that's why they're, that's why. I love it. it. Was a um, I that love was, this prediction, nice. and I feel like yeah, this so could really happen because Tyra already put other model friends in the book, right? As we uh, broke down in whatever yeah. episode that was, and she didn't name Naomi Campbell, uh, as far as yeah. my research notably shows. not in the Toxabella, uh, <laughs> right? And Naomi Campbell is like. I'm sorry, but Naomi Campbell is the biggest model, like, of that era. Like, like Naomi Campbell, like, come on. Like, she is the Naomi Campbell. I imagine Naomi Campbell, like, putting down Model Land after, like, Chapter 7 or whatever, being like, Tyra, like, for not including 
<laughs> or in the intoxicella scene or something. Like, how could you not? Meanwhile, Cindy's running around. No. I would love to think of her buying the book and using it as a doorstop. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. It's propping up a mirror someplace. I love it. I can definitely see there being... There's going to be there's going to be a archetype for like the like bitchy fashion model. We just know that's going to be part of model land. I'm in agreement. I think it's going to be a Naomi Campbell like riff. Although I think that 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 like drama between them got so heated that if Tyra actually like villainized her, like quite literally villainized her in book form, it would be um like I feel like we'd know about it. Right? Like I feel like it would have surfaced or it would have been surrounding the book in some sort of prominent way. So my prediction is it's not gonna be too obvious. But I would love if Claudia was right. I would love that. Me too. I would be so happy. I would I'm I'm gonna scream if we see that. So we have a message from our Discord, which by the way, if you haven't joined our Discord, we will Please do. We'll put the link in the show notes so you can join. Uh, but Aline on uh, Discord says it wouldn't be a true 2010 YA dystopian if there wasn't a mentor who would probably dramatically die at some point. Eileen predicts a Miss J kind of mentor figure and that they will be slightly iconic. Um, so, I mean, this might be CL. Yeah, I think the CL figure is going to be the mentor figure. And I also see her dying. <laughs> Maybe she already died when she fell into the golden light. <laughs> Golden she hole. Of, trust fall. Like no gold. one was there to trust fall. The light golden of golden. Hole. The golden hole. <laughs> Not the golden hole. Oh, the man. hole of I would golden love light. Um, <laughs> which is Wait, really, I don't know. It makes me feel weird. But but I, I could weird. totally see that happening. I could totally see somebody uh, dying. But I feel like for CL to die, it would make too much sense. So she's probably going to kill like Guru Applesauce or something. Zarpes is done. Zarpesa. <laughs> What's gonna happen? Oh, what's gonna happen with Zarpesa? We'll get. I have I mean, a few ideas about Zarpesa. Okay. I have, like, a whole theory for her, the whole character arc for Zarpesa. Oh my god. Yeah. So I'm with I'm with you, Aline. I think that Miss J or some sort of like like come darling, I will take care of you at model, and there's gonna be a person like that that's like going to be Miss J, sort of like um. Senna from Hunger Games mm. or Cena? I don't remember how to say their name, but um, the like the designer that like Lenny Kravitz under Lenny Kravitz. Yes, <laughs> Zoe Kravitz's dad <laughs> in the Hunger Games. Um, that kind of character, I I I agree. I think there's going to be someone like that, but I think they're going to be I think they're going to be introduced and immediately taken away. And Tookie's going to be like the one person who asked me how I was doing died. Like anyone who shows Tookie any sort of interest is is they're going to be next. They're gonna be Ooh, next. so. They have so to it be. might be it might be wingtip then too. Ooh, okay. If if wingtip's at Model Land, which I don't think he will be. Yeah, imagine he is like suddenly he's like just appears there. <laughs> he like takes off his like his like coat and he's got like <laughs> like like a outrageous model body <laughs> underneath like a bikini. Literally like anything that. is possible. <laughs> it's gonna be possible. Oh God. We have another voice message from our good friend Morgan. I am convinced that at some point, someone in the book is going to mention her makeup line. Or, alternatively, someone in the book is going to start selling multi-level marketing makeup. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I love that it just ends in them laughing. Like a breathy cackle, and it just cuts out. Um, I would, I, 
I don't know when this ice cream company be- began, which is Tyra's <laughs> ice cream company. Thereafter. But I wouldn't put it past her. Mm. Ice cream, I'm sure, is like a shell company. That that's being laundered someplace. <laughs> I can just tell. Same thing with Model Land the theme park. This is all a meta advertisement for Model Land the theme park, which we haven't really talked a ton about. We're talking about it on Discord quite a bit, but uh, we haven't really gotten into that on the podcast. Yet. We'll we'll talk about this at some point. We want to we, we want to go to there. Is we, what we we're want. trying to get invited. Yeah. Oh my god, could you imagine? That would be the best day of my life. Anyway, <laughs> incredible. I'm with you. I yeah. There's going to be some mention of. Um, I think there's going. I think that similar to to uh, to what Claudia said that like. Tyra's going to hit back at people about certain things that, like, she's done in her life, and she's going to do it through her book, which I can't blame her for. I literally I'll wrote do that. my second book about a, a breakup. Yeah, so. I do that all the time. Yeah, absolutely. That's going to be kind of part of part of what happens. Um, although it would be very funny if it was a multi-level marketing scheme. It would be amazing. Um, <laughs> so we got another voice message from Matt. I'm assuming it's the same Matt, right? Um, oh, this is about the, the trash, mm-hmm. so... Do you have any predictions about trash, future trash digging? I don't. I think that it will feature in the book. I think there will be trash <laughs> going forward. There's a lot of like middle grade book humor in this in this book, like lots of like fart and like body odor type mm-hmm. of talk and jokes and trash. I feel like fits into that whole mold. Um, not in a way that's really relevant to the world building. I think that trash because it's like gross out humor right trash is just like tyra's like stand in for like not like for like poor (laughs) like bad (laughs) yeah like poor struggle like oh now i have to show the characters like going through something bad and it can't be emotional because no one has emotions so it's gonna be except for like dylan um so it's going to be garbage right trash the same way that like wrinkles means you're a bad person because this book is full (laughs) of ageism i think that trash is like a substitute for like poverty yeah yeah and i think that it's also like Tookie's willingness to like go through the the trash is supposed to be sort of admirable too like oh she's not like other girls she's like totally willing to like dig through the trash and like eat with her hands and she doesn't have like the decorum right that like apparently models are supposed to have and that makes her non-model-esque which is the whole like through line of like Tookie's character like you'd never guess that she could be a model right we know something model-esque is going (laughs) going to happen to her soon so yeah I'm with you on that she likes slam poetry how could she ever be a model (laughs) (laughs) unlike other models CL actually had a brain sing us a poem CL no we have to go get tortured (laughs) man oh man okay so Thank you, thank you for the predictions. If you didn't hear your message, it's because actually we're gonna we're saving some of the messages that were more like rewrite ideas for future episodes. If you have other predictions, please still call in and let us know. Uh, we will definitely be doing more of this. We love, I love these messages. I don't know about you, Clarabelle, but this was like hilarious There's, to read all of people's ideas. I love getting messages. Also, please keep sending them. So funny. Uh, but now I want to hear, I want to hear our predictions. I want to go through what we think is going to happen. Like, like to, to the end of the book. Like, I'm talking, like, here on out, what happens in Model Land. Um, so one thing that's, like, sort of uh, pulled from the beginning, but I feel might be revealed later is, and I've mentioned this before, mm-hmm. I think Creamy and her dad might, her probably not real dad, Chris, might um, 
uh, mend their sort of messed up relationship when it's revealed that Creamy uh, uh, blamed Tookie for yeah. the accident at the circus. I think yeah. we, we might find that out in the future that um mm-hmm. that that's the reason why he hates her it's because it was creamy's fault she was adding some wrinkle re- redux cream to her mm-hmm. face and that was mm-hmm. the light that shined um yeah. and made him fall into the sword even though he did it after he landed <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> wait oh no you're right that's like it's not even creamy's fault <laughs> It's not, but he's going to blame somebody else. Absolutely. A woman a woman must be blamed, and all <laughs> right. the better if she's wrinkly. So <laughs> That's good. I like that. I think that's true. I think I agree with that. How about you? Um, so let's see. I have a few So I I like you. I think that Wingtip is going to be like her real daddy. Mm-hmm. I think CL's going to be her mom. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's I think that CL I have some ideas about, like, what and who CL is, but I think that CL, like, purposely hid her baby somewhere out of the reach of Model Land. Like, I don't think that CL wanted... Like, I think, like, it's going to be similar to a Cinderella-type thing where there's a prophecy and Tookie's, like, (laughs) one model to, like, rule them all, one to bind them (laughs) type of situation. And, um, And CL, like, stowed her away with Creamy. And that's, like, what Creamy was doing when she was, I don't know, like, out on maternity leave and and having birth without her husband. And, uh, and I think that, I think that Bellissima is a, is a nanny cam. (laughs) I think that's, I think I'm right about that. There is a camp. Bellissima is in on it. I would love if Bellissima was more than just a doll. That would delight me to no end. Yeah, we're we're all like pulling hard for Bellissima. Yeah, she's probably, probably like already in a trash heap, and here we are. Um, well, we I also, her. I also think that Tookie is a triple seven. Like she's going to be the most special of Intoxabella's, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think she has six sense, six sensa, uh, yeah. because d- aren't all of your senses amplified when you have that? Plus, you have like an extra. Yes. sense so i think that's yeah. why she can hear like literally everything from window washers to like her mother's thoughts it's because she has this thing. <laughs> um i'm actually really hopeful for this one because it would make a lot of things that were annoying make sense which means yeah. that like i'm hopeful for it in a way that like i'm rooting for it to happen but i don't think it will <laughs> right yeah because it would it would solve a lot of problems mm-hmm. yeah well she's a triple seven she's definitely i also think that like she's gonna have some inordinate amount of power and that this therefore she will have the sixth sense of ability as sort of part of that like repertoire you know mm-hmm. so i could see that happening i think that so okay i wrote out sort of like what i think the plot of the rest of the book is gonna okay be. so do you want it. me to tell you what i think is gonna happen yeah yeah go for okay. it so i'll have to find some dramatic music but uh <laughs> so tookie within model land she's gonna encounter unspeakable terrors which we know um but basically, people who, like, fail to, like, end up becoming, like, really good Bellas and Intoxabellas, like, they are basically then, like, dissolved into some sort of, like, substance or, like, their souls are taken or something to, like, basically uphold the system. Like, Model Land, I think, is going to be powered by, like, dead models or something. <laughs> um, 
so like for instance so like the catwalk corridor remember we talked mm-hmm. about this like it's I, first of all we we know that there's like actual like cats and like feral animals on it and i said that like in my theories like the, the hunger games were like all those like werewolves come back and they're like made out of people at that point like i think that's gonna happen here too like i think that like the challenges the girls face are going to be like failed like zombified models or something like that like possessed animals i guess um i think that they're gonna be male models and i think that they're gonna be like idiot servants like i think they're gonna be total like doofuses running around um and they're just only gonna get in the way and it's gonna be like they're only hot nothing else going on inside of their head because i think that's how like tyra probably thinks of male models um i think that Tokyo's gonna excel I think she's going to excel in Model N. I think she's going to have, like, weird talents and abilities, just like you said. And I think it's going to make Sarpesa jealous. Because Sarpesa's, like, not going to be very good at it. But somehow, like, Tookie's, like, holier-than-thou, like, attitude towards all things is going to cause Sarpesa to, like, reform herself. Like, she's going to, like, somehow Tookie, like, being like, I'm, I, you know what, you don't like me, but I like you, is going to cause Sarpesa to have, like, a change of heart. And even though Zarpesa is going to, like, end up losing in the long run, like, she's going to lose her boyfriend, we know that, like, mm-hmm. she's going to, she's going to, like, come through for Tuki in, like, a vital way, um, and, all right, those, those are my thoughts so far, do you want me to keep going? Um, I mean, you can, I have, I have a couple of more things, if you, if tell you... me, tell me, tell okay. me. Um, so another thing that I think is that they're doing some sort of, like, sort of along the lines of what you were saying, but I think they're doing some sort of, like, experiments on Bella's where they're gen- they genetically like fuse them together or something so like <gasps> when you Ooh. if you fail or if like you have something lacking like they will fuse you with another Bella which might explain why CL called the other girls in the lesbian pouch by weird names that we didn't know who they were there's some okay. sort of like alternate identity thing happening so that was my yeah. idea sort of like a like a like a like a weird science experiment gone wrong, which is why. Do you think that those girls could have like the thirty never power? Like they turned thirty and then turned back into like young girls, but like lost their memories. Maybe I don't know. I I didn't think about that. That's possible, um, but I think it's something more nefarious than that. I think it has to yeah. do with like, like I think we have to also like break, loop lizzie into this whole thing like maybe they tried to do it to lizzie and like it didn't work and she escaped and that's why she keeps saying somebody else's name because she keeps saying robin robin she's like i can handle it when they do it to me but not when they hurt robin so maybe they like fuse her with another model and like that's why everybody thinks she has like mental health issues but really it was because of this like weird experiment that they did on her um in model land or 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 something like that um i'm terrified that robin's like an alternative personality like like that like lizzie has like a like dissociative personality disorder or something in that like that that's possible also (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i know it's going to be insensitive no matter what it is Mm. but lizzie's definitely a victim of model and that's also one of my theories yeah i think so too i think she is someone who was either important or was on her way to being important and something went wrong and that's why she's been like running randomly through the alleyways <laughs> with her like bright red hair. What do you think happened? Why do you think CL is like demoted? Why did you why do you think she went missing and became um like a recruiter instead of like a top model? I feel like she rebelled against the system somehow. Like we see her like we see her going against the rules like from pretty much almost the moment we meet her. Not 
when once we know she's CL, right? Like right. once she's right. a scout, we have no idea what's going on. But once we know she's CL, she's immediately like mm. pushing back against everything. So I feel like maybe she helped somebody escape. Maybe she helped Lizzie escape. And yeah. she was demoted. Maybe she wouldn't do something that was asked of her that was like really bad. And they were like, well, if you can't do this, you got to go in the golden hole of light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just like shove her in the golden hole. Mm. Oh, it's like the chokey from Matilda. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I think. And I actually, yeah. I feel like yeah. things are like the the trajectory if any of this made sense would be for them to go to model land and for model land to be really cool but i actually think it's going to be like horrible from the beginning (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be horrible right away i think that they're gonna get there and i think they're gonna run away i think that like after tookie's like good at things and i think they're gonna discover like the dark secret of model land and i think okay hear me out we heard like them talk about sacrifices to like a goddess of beauty i think that tookie is going to be like offered up as a sacrifice to like the goddess of beauty or something like that she's like going to be ultimately really powerful or like the goddess of beauty needs like a a body or something like that and she was previously in cl and cl was like no i want my body back and like that's why cl was demoted and like then tookie's going to be like the new host or something like that but there's no there's no way that, like, Toki just gets there and is like, I didn't like it, and then, like, leaves. Like, something horrible has to be discovered, and I think it's going to be, like, either this fusing genetics thing like you're talking about, or, like, something's happening to the the failed Bellas, or this goddess of beauty. Like, she has to come up. Um, the only reason I'm not super sure about that is just because, like, it is so late in a book to introduce a villain. No villain really exists yet. We only really have, like, Creamy. Unless it's the Baroness. Unless it's the Baroness, oh man, maybe. But we've got no mention of her from, like, chapter two yet onwards. So that's what sort of strikes me, is I'm like, we should have all the players on the page by this point, like, at least mentioned pretty thoroughly. Like, we should know who the villain is, but we don't at all. And that's that's what's kind of stopping me from thinking, like, oh, there's going to be, like, another big bad introduced at model land but that would make sense i think i don't think that we can use logic when it comes to any of this stuff i think that we have to just assume that anything is possible what i do think is that like if you watched america's next top model you know that tyra had the girls do like some crazy shit like walk on like a runway that was like high above the ground (laughs) with like with like um with like a, a you know like in a harness or whatever um mm-hmm. there was one where they, style. where they had to like hold like a plate full of candles or like fire there was one where there were like these like pendulums that might hit them at any moment i feel like we're yeah. gonna see that i feel like we're gonna see a bunch of that like challenges um yeah thrown at them during model land and and then they're going to make their escape somehow. They're going to get out of there like once one bad thing happens. But I think that before that, okay. we are going to see them sort of do some America's Next Top Model-esque uh, extreme right. challenges on runways. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you think that they're going to have a makeover? They're definitely going to have like some sort of makeover. <gasps> if there is a makeover chapter, I am going to lose That will That will save this shit. whole... <laughs> I cannot wait for that. Let's okay, not get our right, hopes so, up, but if it happens, I'm going to be very happy. Be I'm, so I will excited. be pleased. Me too. Me too. Okay. I'm I'm in agreement with you. I think 
they encounter some bad stuff. We know it's going to happen. I think that, I actually think that they get to model in and I think that they run away. Like, we're going to say by, like, page, I don't know, like, we're going to say, like, the the 75% mark. They're definitely running away from model land or have run away prior to that. And, um, I think that, I think that we're going to revisit some other places. I think that we're going to go back to, like, Sans Calor and that, like... The princess is going to, like, give them shelter, but try to, like, turn them in or something like that. I think somehow they're going to trigger that civil war happening there and that it's going to be used as, like, a big battle scene or something. It's not going to be, it's not going to take that long. It's not going to be, like, an epic battle or anything like that, but, like, that's definitely coming back. Um, And I think, so here's, I'm putting all my cards on the table. I think that when Toki escapes, they're going to go, like, get Miracle or something. Or that, like, Miracle's gonna be taken, but then Lizzie's gonna get taken back to, like, the Melancholy Award or whatever, and that Tookie is gonna have to go back. Maybe maybe Lizzie will help her go back to, like, save Miracle, but I think Miracle, like, being saved is gonna become a thing. I think she's gonna get taken to Model Land and Tookie's gonna be like, no more recruits or something. And in, in this final moment, like, she's gonna go back and then CL's gonna, like help them somehow, and then CL's going to die and fall, fall into her golden hole. I think Miracle's going to get the plague. Oh, man. Yeah, mm. that's a good one. I think Miracle is, gonna, is going to show up one day or, like, we're going to find out somehow that she tries to do the pilgrimage and maybe, like, Creamy and Chris come with her or something. I, can... I was going to say, Creamy creamy with the Plague would be a book. Yeah. I would love to see that. I really do think that something is going to go super wrong with Miracle. Oh, I think it's going to be horrible because, like, they painted her out to be, like, awful. So I feel like she's going to get her comeuppance in the form of, like, a deadly, uh, the deadly plague. Man, that yeah, okay, yes. So you th- so you think do you think she's gonna be punished? I think that Tyra meant to paint her as like sympathetic. It went back and forth. I think that there were chapters where she seemed sympathetic, but then there were chapters where like, I mean, she snatched things from Tyra constantly, made fun of her <laughs> from Tyra from Tookie from Tookie. You know, I always call her that. I mean, it's basically I, know, her. I love I love I love when you substitute the names. It's so funny. and also like if we. Like, Lizzie is definitely a sympathetic character. And and Miracle calls her, like, the dirty girl in the yard or whatever. Um, yeah. So I feel like if this ba- book makes any sort of sense, they were pitting them against each other in, in a way to, like, show the juxtaposition between the two, like, uh, figures that are sister sister and sister-like. Um, yeah. Okay. And I, and I feel like... It would make sense for Miracle to be punished. Um, or it would also make sense for, like, Tyra. It, Tyra, In the moments that we do see any sort of um, compassion for mm-hmm. Miracle um, or, or, like, compassion, period, in the book or any sort of, like, emotional resonance, it's between Tookie and Miracle. So that could be like a catalyst for her, like you said, like sort of going to find her or save her or something. Maybe she, maybe it's a combination of both. Maybe Miracle uh, gets the plague go, and is like doing the pilgrimage. That's how she ends up there. And, yeah. and, and Tookie's like, I have to help my sister. And that is like the push that she needs. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I somehow feel like the really awful uh, twist of Lizzie helping Tookie get back to Model End is going to happen. I feel like that's just so like Tookie to be like, I know you're trying to escape this thing, but like now we got to go back. Like if you're my friend or something like that. And I can just see that happening. Yeah. I, I, I can see anything happening. I can literally see anything. <laughs> happening. 
you're like, I have the sixth sense ability and I can see it all. No, it's just that since nothing makes sense, like anything is possible. Did you think we were going to go to a Walmart world? No. But we still no, did. I, nev- I never, <laughs> I never saw it coming. I never saw it coming. And I, I don't know about you. Are you good at predicting stuff? Mm, it depends. I mean, I feel like this is so, this is so out there that either of us could be right, and we could both What's be like- right and wrong at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. I. I'm trying to think of, like, what the most remote possibility is, and it's hard with this book, because there's no, like, oh, I never would see this coming, because I can't see anything. Like, it all feels equally improbable and equally probable. Right. Like, we're trying to make logical predictions based on something that's already, like, super (laughs) illogical and, like, has no, like, basis. So anything we say is – that's why I say anything is possible, because, like, we're just, like – like – the things that have happened haven't made sense so far. So it it mm-hmm. the only thing that I can guarantee is that nothing else will make sense. Also, <laughs> yeah. the book will continue right. like, to I baffle can us. Certain amount of disappointment we can definitely right. be in store for. I mean, I will say though, talking about this, like I can't wait to see what happens. Like I'm very excited I'm to like. So keep excited! Going. I'm really excited to see what happens. Um, there is mm-hmm. one particular quote that I'm not going to talk about that I saw like when I was first doing the research that I can't wait to get to that moment because it's the one of the funniest things I've ever read in my life. <laughs> um, and when it happens, I'm just going to be so excited. But yeah, I think that's pretty much it for what I uh can can sort of foresee happening in the future of model land that's probably good because i feel like they're closing up this gas station soon so we should probably find another place to you know maybe just go to taco bell 24 7 yeah that's a good idea i'm getting hungry i love taco bell i haven't had taco bell in forever yeah our butts are about to hurt but it's worth it <laughs> we'll just come back to our bathroom yep we're gonna go get taco bell um anyhow so some quick reminders to everyone thank you for listening uh i just want to give everyone like a ton of gratitude especially those that are joining us on discord it is such like a lovely community and it's so much fun hearing everyone's thoughts and just like reveling in this with you it's it's like the highlight of my week so if you haven't already we'll put the show note we'll put the discord link in in the the show notes but come join us and also like rate and review and tell a friend because we are always looking for more hot queens to come and join the club absolutely and definitely leave us more messages on uh, anchor because we love to get them Oh my god, they are the highlight of our life. You can also email us if that's easier for you. If you don't want to talk into your phone, that's totally fine too. Our email is celebbookclub at gmail.com. And there's also a forum on our website that you can use as well if you want to send us your thoughts. Our website is actually celebbookclub.com, which is really easy. So you can uh, go visit there and listen to all of our old episodes because we have a few for you. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at celebbkclub. And on Instagram, we're at celebrity underscore book club. If you want to follow me, you can. I'm at Clarabelle underscore Ortega on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And my website is ClarabelleOrtega.com. Kisses. If you want to follow me, I'm at Ryality on Twitter, at RY underscore LA underscore SA on Instagram. And all my other socials are sort of linked throughout. So, yeah, come along for the fun ride. But thank you, everyone. Oh, my God, this is so much fun. Uh, yeah, and pray for Dorothy, because if she's dead, we're up shit's creek. She's not dead. Oh, my God. Wait, Clarabelle, our mics are still on. Don't say that. <laughs> well, she might be. Okay, I'm just saying. We don't have Shrieky that many her. listeners. 
Yeah, maybe we should go back <laughs> in the woods. Maybe we should go back in the All woods right. and check on her. All, All right. right, see you, see you guys Talk next week. Talk about in the woods. Okay, bye guys. Kisses. Bye. Bye.